Welcome to Devotional, a spiritual resource for daily living. This is Pastor Ariel. So excited that we are continuing our study of the Sabbath School Quarterly. And we are in Acts chapter 15. And we, today, in this episode, we're going to be looking at Tuesday, lesson for August 21. I know I keep saying the date, and immediately after I say it, I realize, well, really, you could listen to this podcast at any time on any day of the year, and because it comes from the Word of God, it will always be applicable to our lives. So don't let the date affect if you're listening to this on November or January or whenever. Uh, I'm, pr- I'm confident that as you invest time, God will bless you through some of the contents that He is impressing my heart with. And of course, I do want to encourage you to study this on your own. I think one of the reasons that God led me to use this resource is that it will not necessarily make you dependent on me providing content for you, but rather use this as a gateway, as a bridge to empower you to seek for you to study yourself. Our church invests uh, a lot of resources in creating these Sabbath School Quarterlies. And I think, um, like I said in the last episode, it for whatever reason, it gets underused here in North America. And other parts of the world are also um, realizing that um, we, sh- we should make better use of this material. And I thought, what an awesome way to create little episodes focused on each day of the week. And um, if you don't have a Sabbath school lesson, don't worry. Right now, you can go to your internet and your computer and go to ssnet.org. And online, you will find these lessons for free. And you can study it on your own. You can print it if you want to. And, you know, if you need to have paper and pencil like, like I do, old school. Um, if, you, if you're more of a phone, tablet person, you can go to the App Store or the Android Store and download it for free as well. So it's awesome. I'm so thankful that the Lord is making it easier and easier for us to study. So let's dive right in. Uh, today's lesson, we're still in Acts chapter 15. And the council is, um, as far as the lesson is concerned, the council is, is in a difficult situation, tension. How do we relate to this? How do we relate to all these Gentiles coming in? Do we have them circumcised or not? And Peter steps up and begins to relate the story of Cornelius. And he shares how um, God gave Cornelius and his whole family the Holy Spirit in an identical manner as God gave the Holy Spirit to the apostles and disciples in the upper room in Acts chapter 2 in Pentecost. They had Pentecost 2.0, but with Gentiles instead of Jews. And after Peter finishes uh, the te- giving that testimony, I believe it's sufficient uh, evidence that God is in this and the whole council now embraces this idea that Gentiles could be saved without partaking of circumcision. There's something that the lesson has that uh, I I don't know if it's available online. I'm pretty sure it's available on the iOS apps and I'm confident it's available on the uh, Android app. But it's certainly available in the hard copy version. Um, I also want to encourage you, if you want to order these for yourself, um, you can get a a subscription. I believe it's $10 for an entire year. That's extremely affordable. But if if even that was prohibited for you for whatever situation you find yourself in, please see me and uh, either at the Oakwood 70th Avenue Church in Detroit, Michigan or Monroe uh, Church. And we'll figure out how to make one available for you. But there's something that I want to read that is extra, (laughs) that is... What actually my favorite part of each of these quarterly lessons and after each lesson each week you have a mission story and this quarter our church our worldwide church is focusing on the northern asia pacific division mongolia china north and south korea 
Japan and Taiwan. These are the areas that we're focusing in. And I want to highlight that because sometimes being here in the Detroit area or Monroe area, we can forget we belong to a worldwide church that is growing and with that comes challenges and needs. And so um, I want to encourage you to read some of those mission stories. And I'm actually going to read one to you today as the core part of the lesson because there's a sentence here in the lesson that I thought was very beautiful, very significant. Significant. It says, even if they lack the pure, speaking about the Gentiles, even if they lack the purifying benefits of old covenant rules and regulations, the believing Gentiles could no longer be considered unclean. Why? Because God himself had cleansed their hearts. This was the separation of the us and they. They are Gentiles, we are Jews. They need to be circumcised because they are not. But now, through the purification of the heart, here is where we find the, the fulcrum of unity. Here is that, that, that spoke that unites the wheel spokes. Um, cleansing of our hearts through the grace of God. I want to read to you a story about this cleansing of the heart um, that comes. If you do have the, the heart copy lesson, it's on page 63 in your lesson. I'm not sure where you would find that online. Uh, I hope they do include them. Um, if not, you can download the iOS app from the App Store or the Android Store. But um, this comes from page 63, and the title of this mission story is called Pornography Versus the Gospel. Pornography Versus the Gospel but by Takahashi Toru. I told you, this is from the Northeast, and this comes from Japan. I'm going to read this. It says, the day was long and disappointing as I went door to door to sell Seventh-day Adventist books in the southern south, southern Japanese city of Shizuoka. No one wanted to buy a book. And I resonated to this because I grew up in the home of a literature evangelist or call porter. My dad sold books just like this, door to door. So uh, Takahashi was doing this and no one was buying books from him. Near the day's end, I suddenly found myself on a strange, dark street. Uneasily, I walked over to the nearest house. Pornographic magazines were strewn around the yard. Piles of the magazines were stacked up near the front door. The magazines were everywhere. I backed away. Fear seized me and I wanted to run. Then I panicked. Hello, my name is Takahashi Toru, I yelled at the house. I'm from the Seventh-day Adventist Church and I have some books that will change your life. The words came from a speech that we were trained to give by Youth Rush, a student literature evangelism program. When I panicked, I began to blurt out the speech. The front door opened, and a severely obese man stepped out. Still following my speech, I asked, Would you like, to, would you like a health book? I expected the man to say no, and I was prepared to run. But the man, his voice rumbling in a deep bass, said, Yes, I like a health book. I nervously held out a small missionary book. The man took it and opened it with interest. Yes, I want to get this, he said, pulling out some money. After the sale, I fled. I was scared and I wanted to get far away. As I ran, I prayed for the man and thanked God for his protection. Then I stopped on my tracks. I had an epiphany, a revelation. My heart was just as filthy as that man's yard. Still, Jesus had walked into my heart and offered hope. Jesus said, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. Ezekiel 
36, 26, one of my favorite promises. As I stood on the street, gratitude overwhelmed me. I felt so thankful that Jesus had dared to enter my heart. What a beautiful story. And I love that. Like I said, these stories are my favorite part of these lessons. And I find myself reading all of them on my first sitting. Um, and I keep reading them and rereading them because they're so inspirational, so moving. It just lets you know other brothers and sisters in other parts of the world are struggling and are seeking and having better understandings of the gospel. And I always read this last part right below the mission story. It says, Takahashi Toru is a 21-year-old media journalism student. He received his youth rush training at Tokyo's Setagaya Church, which trains Adventist young people from across Japan to share the gospel message. Part of this quarter's 13th Sabbath offering will help the church expand its work. That youth rush, the youth rush training that Takahashi received was possible because of our tithes and offerings that we give in our neck of the woods. Isn't that exciting? That we can have an impact in Japan while living here in Detroit? That's the beauty of the Seventh-day Adventist Church Network, that we are a global church, but not just a global church. Every one of us has had Jesus walk into our hearts and cleansed us from the pollution that sin had brought into our lives. Aren't you thankful for that promise, my friend? Aren't you thankful for that promise of Ezekiel 36, 26, that he will give you a new heart even today and put his spirit within you to purify and cleanse you from within? What a promise. What a joy.